are disappointed with you because you won't fulfill their expectations right so what is the effect does that their disappointment has upon you it makes you feel guilty so first of all they expect stuff from you and then you expect yourself to fulfill their expectations and the funny things is that the expectations on neither side are being fulfilled so they are making a mistake and you are guilty that you couldn't live up to their mistake are you want to remain guilty it's all right to expect it's all right to expect from yourself or from others but the only right expectation is that you or the other or anybody would move towards peace silence truth if that is the expectation and if that is what you could not live up to then surely you are entitled to feel disappointed and guilty but if the expectation is anything else then why are you promoting it why are you subscribing to it this is the only expectation you must have from yourself or from others that they will move more and more towards peace that you will move more and more towards peace and if this expectation is belied then you are justified in feeling betrayed why do you want to burden yourself with miscellaneous expectations you are not obliged to live up to anybody's standards you are not obliged to live up to even your own standards if there is one obligation it is to adhere to the standards of the absolute your personal standards do not matter and all standards that you know of are personal the persons behind them might vary the systems behind them might vary some of them might be purely personal the others might now be socially acceptable 
some might appear coming from one single person the others might appear like coming from a widespread network doesn't matter where the expectation or the obligation is coming from how are you bound to conform to it when did you internalize this external order and why just ask yourself one question am i all right am i peaceful or is my mind laden with thoughts desires miscellaneous stuff all the while expect yourself to live in your innocent naked real nature and don't measure yourself against any other criteria benchmark standard nothing you know we know only two types of people one who live by others expectations we find it easy to call them social slaves and then there is the other kind that live by their own personal benchmarks who set their own standards we idolize them we call them individuals the second type is in deeper slavery than the first type to live by the thoughts and opinions of others is bad enough to live by your own thoughts and your own opinions is worse if the mind is peaceful if the sight is clear if you can sit peacefully if you can listen attentively you are all right 
एक्सपेक्ट नो मोर यस स्पीक had. they are not your own you absorb them you internalize them not alert enough that you are assimilating them if you have borrowed something and it's in your hands at least you know that what is in your hands is borrowed stuff but if what you have borrowed gets assimilated then it is worse because now you do not even know that you are living eating breathing thinking borrowed stuff now the possibility of originality recedes even further now you are indebted and you do not even know that you are indebted and that's why it's worse than merely being indebted <laughs> comes from nowhere all that is borrowed comes from here and there originality just is if you can see that most of your mind stuff is borrowed that mind stuff can be nothing but borrowed then this seeing is original heart feels nothing the heart wants nothing it's only the mind that feels wants desires expects mistakenly you have been trained to conflate the mind with the heart the heart is self sufficient no desire arises from it irrespective of whatever popular language metaphors and idioms tell us the songs are all false they keep singing of the desirous heart the heart desires nothing ever it's self contented you create an artificial distinction between the mind and the heart 
when the desire is you mean to say the instinct the instincts it's all mental mental instincts why do you think that instincts thoughts desires tendencies they are all fundamentally different they are slightly different forms of the same fundamental i tendency truth has no instincts and what you just heard was an animal instinct you heard the monkey doing something there that's an instinct it has got nothing to do with truth it's got something to do with your biological composition it's ingrained in this organism the dna what's there at the surface of the mind becomes visible to you as thought what's there deep in the recesses of the mind comes to you as intuition or instinct but they are all mind stuff what do you have at the surface of this stream water what do you have a little below water what do you have right at the bottom water but if you are talking of a well or an ocean then the water at the surface is accessible so you know something about it and the water deep down is not accessible the light of consciousness does not fall upon it so you don't know anything about it just because you don't know anything about something it does not become divine yes the truth is unknowable that does not mean that everything that is unknown is truth you do not know yourself you do not know your instincts and intuitions that does not mean that they arise from the truth your own ignorance cannot be the criteria of truth you cannot say that if you do not know something obviously it is coming from the truth not so you know to talk of instinct as beyond mind or metaphysical is to support yourself to stay in the confines of the mind albeit in a more moralistic way to remain diseased one of the 
sure shot ways is to not call the disease a disease at all if you do not call intuition or instinct as mental then you will retain them they will appear like messages of god right if you just ordinarily think of something you say it is my thought but when something arises from an unknown point as instinct or intuition then you say that this is arising from my heart and the heart is in touch with divinity now you have ensured that you are going to be fully committed to the instinct now you have ensured that you are going to be fully committed to something that is just mental by declaring it to be beyond the mental now you have sanctified something that has very little sanctity there are three forms that are beyond normal thought instinct intuition dreams never never attribute any thing transcendental to either of these three dreams do not tell you anything beyond yourself neither do instincts or intuitions that which is beyond you will not appear in your dreams i know it is a humbling thing i know we don't want to hear it because we like to believe and behave as if the divine is coming to us in hidden ways oh he came to me in my dreams i dreamt of christ i dreamt of krishna if you're dreaming of christ then he is your personal christ not the christ if you are dreaming of krishna then you are dreaming of your image of krishna not krishna really